Welcome to Integrity Inspire, your daily dose of inspiration and motivation, featuring the bright and talented members of the Integrity Marketing Group family. Now, here's your host, Integrity co-founder and CEO, Brian W. Adams. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining today's Inspire podcast. It's so much fun when you can come alongside of other people who are growing in the industry and you can learn from them about how they've become so successful. And at Integrity, we've been able to partner with some of the most incredible leaders in this industry and people who have grown from literally nothing to an incredible business in some short times. And today, I'm super excited to welcome Marco Condi from Prosper with Purpose Financial to share his story about not only his journey to come into this industry, but also this opportunity to partner with Integrity Now. And we've partnered with some great people, but this is one of those inspires that I think you're gonna be truly inspired by. So Marco, hey man, thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited to have you here, not only as a partner, but also just being able to share your story, man. Thank you, guys. Brian, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure, and I'm, I'm, it's a privilege, and I'm super honored. And you work with your wife, Tiffany, yeah, and she's just done an incredible job as well. Well, we've partnered with some amazing people, and one of the things that I've seen is that everybody has a unique story, a unique way that they got into the industry. You partnered with Sean Mike and Family First Life. I just got off the phone with Sean, and, and Sean said this is one of the most impressive people and impressive leaders that I've ever seen, and one of the fastest growing businesses that he's ever ever seen as well. Now, you started in the telecom industry, right? So you played football in, in high school at a really high level. We're going to college. You blew out your knee. Then you got into telecom and technology, and you had a great career there. But how did you end up in the insurance business? Yeah, it's a great question. So I spent 22 years in corporate America, right? Climbing that ladder through telecommunication and tech, yep. uh, overseeing large uh, international and domestic teams. And it was honestly at that time exciting. And it was what I wanted to do. And it, I felt like a place that God put me in to be there. But honestly, what occurred was I got laid off unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be getting a vice president role and that, and that did not fall through the way I was expecting it. Got laid off, flew home, and what I came to realize... Where, where were you when you found out? I, found, I was in North Carolina. I was in Charlotte. Just the, the night before, we were having a big celebratory dinner because our region was number one. But sure enough, the next <laughs> morning came down to the hotel and the HR director was there and gave me a pink slip and said, no hard feelings. We got a new chief revenue officer. We, he wanted to bring in his own people. He couldn't have done anything different. And sorry we had to let you go. So... <sighs> Yeah, so I took the... So that flight home, man. Oh, yeah. That flight home was rough. Got home, spoke to the wife. At that point, I had three kids and a wife. I was a sole provider. You know, I had to turn in my company car, company credit cards, company laptop, company everything, because my entire yeah. life was... Yeah. And at that point, I was a senior director of sales overseeing six states. I was also interim vice president for the company as well. So for us, that... Yeah. So I came home, and I'll never forget my wife told me. Well, I said, listen, I, I will follow you wherever you go. Well, I don't oh. care if it's under a bridge or whatever, but... She wanted my next move to be something that we built for each other and for our family. Yeah. So at that point in time, a buddy of mine reached out via text message saying, hey, there's this insurance thing happening, an insurance meeting. I know a dietitian who's doing this on the side and really likes it. And, you know, it's helping a lot of people. And it seems to be like a really cool platform. You might want to come check it out. Now, what's funny is that he told me about this opportunity two weeks prior. And I said, listen, brother, his name is Joshua <laughs> Gutierrez. I'm and good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm on a plane every week. I, I just don't have the time to go to these kind of meetings. Yeah. Sure enough, 
flew home. The next morning, he sends me a text saying, hey, that meeting's tomorrow night. Would you happen to have time? Would you happen to be in town? And at that point, I'm like, you know what? Yes, I, I do have time yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm in town. So Tiffany and I went to this meeting. Uh, we heard about the FFL platform, the opportunity, and that was our, really our first introduction to the insurance industry. Mm. So we took a lot of information. We were a bit skeptical because we honestly thought it was too good to be true. Yeah. Went home, did a lot, a lot of, of people research. Think so. Yeah, man. Yeah, it really was. So we went home, did a lot of research, prayed about it, and we both decided to move forward with it. So I got my license. What was it, if we if come mm. back, Yeah. what was it that they said or they talked about that got you really excited? Yeah. Well, it's the ability to help people. I yeah. think that, that to me was always, that. I'm always, I love helping people, yeah. putting people in a better situation. I love the ability to work directly with the insurance carriers. I love the ability to be, have kind of a broker setup where, hey, when I, you know, the way I envisioned it was I could really become like the Expedia per se of the insurance world to all of my clients. Yeah. We could shop the marketplace and really find the best health approval and the best rate possible for them and their families. And I can do that with confidence because I represent the best insurance companies in the country. Yeah. So there was a lot of great things, obviously no contract, you know, high compensation level. And I honestly, I started following Sean yeah. and I liked what I heard, liked what I saw. It was very real, very, you know, to the point and yeah, it inspired me. And you get, you, you, you get what you see with Sean. He's one of my closest friends yeah. and I, I just, he's like a brother to me. I love Sean to death. And he's got such a passion for helping people, especially in situations like you were coming out of. And so you were coming out of this and you said, man, we're going to do this. You go get your insurance license. When was that that you were getting started there? Yeah, the end of 2019. As I was getting my license, I was still in my mind looking for a job, yeah. right? Like a corporate American yeah. job. I got a couple offers in the Midwest and the Northeast, but my wife just said, listen. We like Florida. Like we like Florida, our family's <laughs> there, everything is there, our church home, our schools, everything is here. So, so January, 2020 came and realistically speaking, we were in a very tough financial spot. Yeah. Our severance was running out, our savings ran out and I pretty much yeah. had to go all in with a little bit I had left and back against the wall and it was the biggest blessing in disguise. Yeah. Because God's plan was so much bigger than mine. Man, so, so January of 2020, mm -hmm. Then there's this little thing that happened in March. Like, I mean, I, I remember, man, January 2020 was filled with so much hope and so much promise, and it was so exciting. We had just come off of a big partner meeting in, in December of 2019, and we were looking at just doing so many great things. The year was starting out as record year, and then boom, March happens. So you had to be like, oh my gosh, what did I just get into? Yeah, it, it was funny you mentioned that because I, I just started getting my rhythm, right? Yeah. I was just starting to get my rhythm, starting to build some muscle memory. I went, to, flew out to the annual convention, which was a huge part of the and success. That was in February, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly so February right. of 2020, yeah. people didn't even know what was around the corner, right? We, we this did little, totally. little thing called COVID <laughs> uh, is coming down the pike here. Yeah, so when it hit, I kind of looked up to God and said, hey, like, you put me here. I just got some momentum, like... You know, like kind of questioning, like, man, what's yeah. next, really? And sure enough, what was funny was I then came to realize that, man, this insurance industry is, is extremely resilient in the face of whatever it is, whether it's oh, recession, yeah. pandemics, whatever it is, but extremely resilient. And I was then at that point, I changed my perspective to being grateful for that blessing to be in this industry. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. And it, and it, was, it was a scary moment. That's how we started the Inspire podcast. We all had to go work from home. We started doing different things. Sean encouraged me as much or more than anybody else during that same time of going, hey, we're, we're asking our agents to, 
to go out and we all were sitting in, mm-hmm. in lawn chairs and right. talking to people through windows, FaceTiming, all these different things. It's like, we need to get people back in the office. And that was one of the reasons we were such an early adopter on mm-hmm. getting back to the office because we didn't want to ask somebody to do something we weren't going to do. And it was the right decision in retrospect for sure. And it, it built our, our culture to a whole different level than ever before, I think, as well. But so you you started out in such you know you, you you had this big setback you'd had your setback of blowing out your knee you're about to go play college ball corporate America you you get blown out in a different way you get started in the industry finally getting your legs under you and taking out again I mean you you've got such and, and Sean told me this as well and I and one of the things I, I love about you is it, you just you have this this uh, peace this kind of it's like this joy and peace kind of just element that that you bring to a room and you just you know you you're like let's just deal with it head on where where does that come from man yeah it's a great question i I, we know during those times what i always lean on is my faith man my faith in my family my faith in christ my faith in my creator and and every time I have been put in that position. I've realized shortly after that, whatever burden I was in was actually a tremendous blessing. And through those trials and tribulations and leaning on my faith and leaning on my family, man, it has been life-changing. Yeah. Because it really, it teaches you to use desperation as a gift instead of a burden. Yeah. Because we're all going to be put in places in our lifetime that are going to put us in desperate spots. Yeah. And what it taught me was, once again, to really be able to use that desperation as a gift instead of a burden. Yeah, you know, I, they, that saying of this too shall pass, especially when you couple that with faith, where you can be like, man, you know, I don't even know how we're going to get out of this, but this will pass. And I, I think that there's just so much truth, regardless of what your faith is, just having a faith to rely on and to fall back on to say there's a higher purpose, there's creator in so many different ways that can you know, help you in those times of need. And when when you have that rock, right, literally and figuratively, you can kind of get through anything. I know some of my, you know, our journey with our son who was micropremie and some of the other things have gone on and just different things in life. You kind of point back and, and you think, man, I don't know if I could have ever done that without faith. And I'm so grateful for that in, in so many ways. And I, I think that that's where the other part of that is this is an industry of service. And I, man, I, I just wholeheartedly believe this. I, I, you know, we're a, we, we sell a lot of business, but at the end of the day, it's not about selling stuff. It's about serving people. And if you serve enough people, then the sales take care of themselves. And when you find people like yourself that, and Tiffany that are servant leaders and want to serve more people, it's amazing what you can do. And so in, in less than four years, you've gone from your life and, you know, trying to figure out like what are we going to do to man we're helping so many people you've been uh you you guys have built such an incredible business you guys are doing over five million dollars a month in premium that is hard to do in any business but to get to 60 to 70 million dollars of sales in a company is remarkable and you're doing it the right way and you know, at Integrity, we're passionate about being a leader and serving others and in insure tech and technology and creating the right products and things of that nature. But you, you've done an incredible job, and I think it's because of your background from your technology days, of taking some of that technology and some of the things you guys have created and integrating that into your business 
and helping even more people. So tell us about what your passion of now being able to marry this. You're marrying like your heart of service, this this heart of technology, and then also this this uh, passion for this industry all together, and you're helping more people. Is that why you've been so successful? It's a big part of it, <clears throat> and that's why I think the Integrity Partnership just makes so much sense because of so many of our core values match. Yeah. Yeah. One of them being the ability to really take things from a technology standpoint, AI standpoint. What we really try to do is we try to really just recreate the entire agent journey yeah. from the very beginning to the very end and really evaluate where the pain points were, where we saw the most breakage and fall off, and just find solutions for them. Whether yeah. it's, it's automation, whether it's AI, whether it's hiring additional staff, whether it's you know making simple, easy to use jot forms and things of that nature where everything just seems very streamlined, very structured. We've put a lot of time and resources into that, kind of building our ecosystem and our foundation. And what we've seen come back from that is really a great reputation in the industry where new agents and even agencies come to us to partner with us because they, you know, they know that we make business easy. We yeah. make it, you know, we really try to simplify what we do and take out the pain points. And that's, that's really uh, our mission is to innovate insurance and financial services to, to make it more simple make it easier to understand. And ultimately, this is one point I always want to reiterate to not forget, is ultimately to make it more human. Because these are real people that we're serving on a daily basis that have these, these hopes and fears and real emotions that they need to have, um, you know, deal with. And that's where it's such, I mean, we've got such an opportunity, but also an obligation to really give back and serve them even more as part of that as well. Now, you played a lot of football back in the day, and you were like playing in All-American games in high school, and then about to go to college and play. You had blown out your knee, I think you said, in your sophomore, sophomore year, yeah, yeah. and then re-injured it your senior year. Man, that's a devastating, that's a devastating thing when you kind of tie up your identity in that in so many ways, and all of a sudden it's taken from you, and you can't do anything about it. I broke my back playing football wow. in high school. And I was a junior and just a freak, you know, hit just the right thing. And I look back and, man, it was some of the most depressing, difficult times of my life. Faith got me through a lot of that. And family certainly got me through that. But the other part was, if you look back, I wasn't that good, so I probably wouldn't have gone very far. But I would have probably ended up at a smaller college trying to, you know, fulfill that dream. And there's no telling where that path would have taken me, right? Same thing with you. I mean, everything happens for a purpose. And I love the name of your company that ties in purpose even into your name, which is awesome. And you've been able to take that passion for football and even coach your kids now. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's great. You know, going from playing football to really, you know, uh, having, uh, you know, Giorgio, my oldest son, the, you know, the minute he turned five, we got him into football and I've been his head coach since. So for the past You're like Deion years. Sanders with Shadour <laughs> and Shiloh. I'm the, yeah, I'm the right? biggest fan right now. Uh, by yeah, the way. Me too. Listen, I, I am a I am. fan. Big time. Yeah, he's doing some, <laughs> he's doing some It is must-see TV yeah, in my is. house. But yeah, so we, uh, so yeah, I really enjoy coaching. I, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of my strong traits come from my time playing football. Yeah. Whether, you know, whether it's being a good teammate, having the discipline, um, having the, uh, you know, resiliency <clears throat> to keep playing during tough moments and always bouncing back, you get knocked down, you continue to get bounced, you know, bounced back up. All of those things kind of kind of have helped build me yeah. to who I am. And so 
I'm just really excited for my kids or my boys to go through the same. And uh, it's not a passion I've pushed on them. It's a passion they've just naturally yeah. taken. And it's memories that we're creating, man, whether we're winning Super Bowls or losing in the playoffs. It's fun. It's an amazing, it's such a blessing to be able to do, have the time to do that. Yeah. And spend <clears throat> time with my boy, man. So. Man, there's so much joy in that. And, and my son just turned nine. He got to play at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium the oh. other day, which was awesome, man. And they lost. And they lost at the last minute. Oh. And he was so pissed off. Uh, he he comes off the field and he's just a competitor. And it was like Shiloh, man, listen, don't worry about that. You will never remember if you won or lost this game, but look around. Like you're getting to play here, man. Like this is not many people Amazing. have ever gotten to do that. And it's it's fun to remind people of of those type of opportunities. Like soak this moment in, right? Yeah. And, and that's why we're excited about soaking this in with you today and just this this incredible opportunity now. The last thing I want to talk about is you have brought in young, dynamic, educated, sharp people, hundreds of agents that have made and it helped them becoming ultra successful, ultra successful. What is the average age of your agent right now, roughly? Yeah, 26. 26 years old. Mm -hmm. How are you recruiting 26-year-olds to want to come in the insurance business and serve people like you're doing today? Yeah, we do a lot on college campuses. To be honest with you, we do a lot. Of, we, we participate in job fairs. We participate, and we're also really big about understanding that a lot of folks nowadays, whether they go to college or not, people are looking for that entrepreneur spirit to yeah. be lit. And when we present this opportunity, uh, which is, in my opinion, a life-changing opportunity, that there's no better opportunity in the country that rewards hard work, I agree. discipline, and really putting others first than this one. And when we kind of nail that message to them, and we can paint that picture the right way about how we do business and how we help families and the impact we have on our communities. Gosh, and it's so rewarding too. Yeah. So we've been really attacking college campuses and it's kind of just gone viral, to be honest with you. We've gotten just these younger individuals to come on board, love the idea of you know, working for themselves, making their own schedule and really being able to go out there and make a difference. And man, it's just been taken off. Man, so a lot of times people think it's really hard to recruit young people in this industry. I, I started this, I was 27, I think it was. I've been at it for a while. But it's, it's amazing. Like, I think young people today want to have something. They want to have a purpose in what they're doing. They, they don't really want to have the nine-to-five job that I grew up with or that you grew up with yeah. in, in corporate yeah. America. They want to have... They want to be able to manage their own schedule in a lot of way, but, but more than all of that, they want to have a purpose. Yeah. And that's where I think what you're creating with your company and your passion, I mean, you named it perfectly for that reason. And that's where I think if you can show, especially millennials today, that there is a purpose to what we do and we can serve others and give back and you can also have great success, it should be the most attractive opportunity possible. And like you said, I mean, it's, it is a one of a kind opportunity, the best opportunity that most people could find. And that's where I'm just so grateful that I was recruited. I, I was recruited in college. I was recruited working in retail in college by a guy who was like, you seem like you're good with people and you should come work with me. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I sell insurance. I'm like, that's not exactly what I was planning <laughs> on doing, but man, thank God that somebody said that to me today, that day. And I started selling door-to-door -door in college, and, and that's kind of what led me into this passion for this industry and serving others. And, and that's where I think for all of us is 
there's so many people, especially young people, that need this opportunity and that, that want this opportunity. They just need to be educated about it. And when you can educate them, give them that system, that ecosystem that you were talking about, there's no limit to the success you've had. And you can go from literally zero sales three and a half years ago to $5 million a month, over $5 million a month in such a short time. I mean, this is the American dream in yes. so many ways. And we're honored that you're choosing to partner with Integrity and everything that you guys are doing. We, we want you to know how much we respect that and are excited about the future. I tell people all the time we're just getting started. And hearing stories like you remind me that we truly are just getting started. So thanks for partnering with us. And I can't wait to see where we go from here, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Amen, it is. Thank you for the opportunity. We can't wait. We're it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that this inspired you, just seeing that going through tough times, man, like going through that, we're all going to go through tough times. Having faith and family and, and people to rely on are important, and you can overcome it, and this too shall pass in so many ways. The other thing is, is that it doesn't matter where you are right now, you can get started and do something inspirational for so many people, and we need to be talking to everybody that we meet to say, man, you're good with people. You should come and look at what we're doing because we think we can help you achieve your goals and your aspirations as part of that. And so I hope you've been as inspired as I have been today about this opportunity that we have before us. And I can't wait to see where we go from here. I hope you have a great week. God bless you all. and Take care.